Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I'm Chris Witt, and with me, as always, is Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today, sir? I'm terrific, man. How are you? Bud, we've got a little new setup here. Yeah. We uh, we're, Hopefully, this audio is working really well. Uh, the, the, the new producer came in and kind of played around with some things, and uh, we'll see how it is. I feel like the shot looks better, even though it's probably just because it's a bigger screen that we're looking into. I agree. It's probably, yeah, exactly. It's probably exactly the same <laughs> on YouTube. Uh, if you're watching video, uh, hopefully the audio is exactly the same. Uh, and if that's the case, then on with the podcast, my friend. We are here. Uh, the NBA playoffs are also here. Draymond Green is here. Um, we've got a Mount Rushmore this week of Matt Christopher books. All you 90s babies uh, are going to remember that uh is it 80s babies 90s how does that work i've never really known like i always hear people like oh i'm a i'm an 80s baby but or but they'll be like i'm a 90s guy like you like me like my life i grew up in the 90s i was born in 83 but i grew up in the 90s we were babies in the 80s so by are we 80s babies literal definition i would think we were 80s babies but we were our formidable years were in the nineties because we yeah, so learned the most. So basically that. if you were a kid in the nineties, you know, Matt Christopher. Yeah. You've probably, if you're, if you're a, a, a boy or anybody that has uh, read any sports books when you were in grade school that you had to do anything on uh, it's like your, your starter chapter books. Yep. Yep. And if you were a kid in the, well, we'll talk about this later, but in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and 2000s. Is this legit? Oh, I can't wait to hear about this. So Adam did some research on Matt Christopher. I just read the books. Adam did a little extra research on this, uh, which is perfectly done. It's perfect for, I'm glad, that's why Adam's on the show, to take care of all the technical things. Uh, I'm here just to talk. Okay, I'm here just to talk and say whatever comes off the top of my head. Uh, that being said, we also have Big J Okerson's new uh, comedy special that we will be reviewing at the end. But as always, Adam Schmidt, uh, as we get ready to start the podcast, we are going to go with the newest, re- not the newest, there's a lot more new things, but we got a new Reese's that we are going to try today. This is Reese's Puffs cereal bar. This is uh, Reese's, it's just called Reese's Puffs Treats. Made with real Reese's peanut butter, but I I see them as cereal bars. It's almost always cereal bars. Like you get these with all kinds of different stuff. Let me tell you, first impressions, light as a feather. Oh, light as a feather. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> this is for sure. Of, this is made of air. So this is basically what this is is like a Rice Krispie treat. Uh, Which but I'm a big fan of by the way. Reese's, but with Reese's and peanut butter. So uh, these have been in the in the in the shed for a while. The shed. The shed and then the pocket, yeah. <laughs> in the pocket, yeah. Apologize for that. <laughs> Don't take the look of it as the, the thing. No, nice it's cut. like vomit. <laughs> it, looks it looks like a vomit bar. It looks like a vomit bar. <laughs> That's exactly what it looks like. And by the way, <laughs> I, I vomited on Sunday. Okay. Which is a big deal to me. If I throw up, that's big. Wow. It's big time. Yeah. Sick I, or bug? I think, I, just I, a bug? I or... think I got a bad uh, buffalo chicken wrap. 
Mm. Buffalo chicken wrap will do it. They just don't cook the. They just don't grill that chicken enough. Yeah, I think it's probably bad chicken. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. That was okay after that. And there you go. Man, I hate throwing up. It's <laughs> the worst, mm-hmm. man. And then every time in my mind, because you, I've heard about this, people choking on when they're vomiting. Like vomit getting stuck in their throat as it's coming up and them choking. I've never heard that before. I've heard of it. And I think about I live by myself. Yeah. <laughs> if I choke on my vomit and die, no one's gonna know. I mean, you hear about that when people are drunk because they're on their backs and they puke and they're Maybe. blacked out and they can't move. That's true. It's not gonna happen if you're with it. You're not drunk at home, so you're fine. Mm-mm. No. Drunk on Ginger ale once in a while. Uh huh. Water. All right. A so root beer. A little bit of root beer drunk. Chocolate milk. Mm. The root beer drunk is my least favorite. Uh, delicious. Adam Schmidt, Reese's cereal puff bar. First impressions. Not a not a huge flavor hit. It doesn't mm-hmm. punch me in the face with flavor. Nope. Um, you're very airy. Like we like we kind of figured it was going to be by the feel of it. Not bad or anything, just not, not that traditional Reese's power. Right, right. You know? I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Um, I'll go real easy and go eight point eight. Whoa, below nine. Kinda I'm low. I'm going nine four. It's still kind of low, but I love these things. Yeah, man. Not bad. I think they're delicious. Not bad at all. The peanut butter that they use instead of like uh or maybe it's like a peanut butter flavored marshmallow mold whatever i like it mm. all right nice and easy there um adam schmidt i've got a question for you we are uh nba guys we love the nba a lot of our fans could take it or leave it I, we know uh but that's really the big thing that's going on the reds aren't doing much uh they lost again today they're not doing much scoring i'll tell you that that's for sure um really quick though how do you feel about Hunter Green uh, signing six years, 53, I think? And getting hurt the next day? Getting hurt the next day, yeah. <laughs> But I'll tell you, I mean. I went to the game today, like, and yeah. Hunter Green was as close to me as you are. Is that right? We sat on the very first row right behind the dugout. We were on the dugout. My dream seats. It I've was never sat there before. Tyler Stevenson and Hunter Green are right in front of us the entire time. How did you? I would rather sit there than um than the Diamond Club. Yeah, it's dude, it's great, and I can you can hear them talking in the dugout every word. Uh, uh, uh Bell got thrown out of the game. You can hear every word. That was a the umpire coming back. You can hear. I we actually went up to go get something to eat, so I didn't. We weren't down there when he got thrown out, but you could hear the umpire when they called a balk walk over and say didn't come set with ball or was something like that. And you could, you can make out what's going on and the guys in the club, in the dugout, you can hear all the chatter. You hear everything they say. Like Tyler Stevenson literally was eight feet in front of me. And if I decided I wanted to just start talking to him, he wouldn't, I mean, it would be almost impossible for him to ignore me. You could have spit on him. Oh, absolutely. I could have spit over him. <laughs> I could get a loogie up and get over top of it. He was so close, you, I could spit over him. You could spit a sunflower seed from there to pitcher's mound. Probably. Oh, um, you're yeah, pro. yeah. You're it would be close. But anyway. It depends on if the seed was still in it. If it was just this, if it was just a shell, probably not. That thing gets opened up, gets a little wavy in the air. But as long as I still got the aerodynamics of the closed shell with the seed in it, mm-hmm. I think I could get it out there. Mm-hmm. You, could hit, you could hit a... 
You could hit a I could hit witch's the, fingernail from seventeen that's pages. Right. I could uh, I could take the I could take a uh, what is that? I could spit the nuts off a fly. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, something, something to that nature. You had courtside seats. Basically at courtside awesome. seats. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I've, I've dreamed of those seats. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. It's all about who you know. There you go. All about who you know. Um, on that note, well, I know you. So yeah, well, there you go. Next time I'll let you know. Thank you. Um, so, uh, let's talk about the NBA. Yeah, let's do it. Let's talk about the NBA. I, you know what? I got a question for you. I have a, actually, I have a different question for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I let's see. How do I talk? This is this. Uh, we didn't talk about this. So this will be a little off topic. Yeah. I, I surprised you with the Hunter Green thing. Yeah. And it didn't last long. Um, <laughs> we got into something totally different. Uh, so baseball team, right? Mm-hmm. The young guns on this baseball team that I coach been playing pretty well. We uh, play one of the better 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 ball teams in the city and, and tie them 14 to 14 pool play. Two pool play games, then bracket play on Sunday. Okay. That's right. You had two big time games against great teams pool play. This, yep. this weekend. Yeah. So tied one, lost one. So we were 0 1 and 1 going into bracket play. They broke the black bracket into two different levels. We got a terrible draw. We had the hardest draw of anybody. We played played two of the top. We the two teams we played were in the finals of the upper bracket. Those were the two teams that we played in pool play. That being said, Having the toughest draw, we get the two seed in the lower bracket. Lower bracket's got a whole different set of ball teams in it. Yep. I'm disappointed that we're not up in the upper bracket. However, the boys get a ring. They get this giant gold ring. It's as big as three knuckles. This thing's huge. It's insane. That's what they give the kids now when they win tournaments. They win They win uh, uh, World Series rings, like, you know what I mean, or, or NFL, just championship rings. I feel like I've been a little disappointed in it ever since it's happened. Like I've, I, every time somebody says, Hey, congratulations. I keep going back to, eh, you know, it just wasn't where I wanted to be. It was the, what kind of bracket do they call it? It was it used the to be lower called. bracket. Okay. I mean, I'm when we old kids. It was the losers bracket. It's no, the it wasn't bracket. the losers bracket. Oh, that's right. Because you no. have pool play. You have pool play seated. to get seated gotcha. and they break it into Different. two brackets. There's an upper bracket and a lower bracket. So the top five teams play there. Next, the uh, in six through ten play down in the lower bracket. Totally different than what I was thinking. Not a loser. I, it's not like bracket play happened. We lost and had to go through the losers bracket. No, my team did that at the end of the year. My freshman. Team. Yeah, <laughs> we were in the losers bracket <laughs> and we lost in that too. <laughs> anyway, so I I feel like I need to uh, start being a little more positive about it. I'm a pretty positive guy most of the time. You are. I'm a little disappointed in that part, though. Okay. Uh, do you feel like it's okay to be disappointed in that? Number one. When people were talking to me about it and saying congratulations, and I immediately get kind of like, well, appreciate it, but it wasn't, you know, they don't know. They honestly don't know what we won, what we didn't win. You know what I mean? They just yeah. know that the kids won a ring. Does that essentially make you guys third place? <laughs> no, we came in sixth place. That's what that makes us. Now, I think that we belonged up at the top and we would be probably, you know, third or fourth if we were up there. Mm-hmm. But so that's the thing. It's like uh, the the past year, uh, last year, we played in the upper bracket in a tournament and we lost on a walk off in the semis. And 
the other team goes up and you know and and plays so they get to play in the championship we don't get to play there's a lower bracket and the teams that we beat team we beat 18 to nothing won the lower bracket and this one coach walks by as my team is just in tears because we just got walked off and he's like, hey, man, hey, boys, I just want to let you know what you guys did is, was awesome out there. Every person, like everybody's watching, everybody's watching you guys. I'd much rather be third place in the upper than win the lower. You're just six. They're just sixth place. Now I always think about that. <laughs> oh, so you so guys are that's what I'm thinking this time. I'm like, we come out and run rule, you know, two teams in the in the the bottom half to get our, and it just doesn't feel right. I think I would have. I think I would have felt the exact same way you do. It's totally fine to be disappointed. Um, I, you have to present a different thing probably to the kids for sure. I, that might be another problem I had. I made, well, no, I take that back. I told the kids before the tournament, listen, we belong up. They know what's going on. They're not stupid. They know how it works. Sure. We belong up there. So that being said, there's zero reason for us to come and i'm not a guy that's like we're the best we're gonna win like i don't we, i don't pump anybody up everybody can beat you on any single day mm -hmm. and i worked that into the speech of of they're coming after you because of who we are blah 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 but it's like you know i let them know that you know hey that's nice we had i had a kid on the team that said if we got second place he was gonna bury the ring in the middle of the field apparently there was like a conversation between a couple kids i didn't hear about it till afterwards but apparently the one kid was like, if we get second place in this, I'm just burying our second place ring right here on the field. And I was like, that's a little crazy, but you know, <laughs> I, but I appreciate that mentality. We, we should not get that in this bracket. However, we won kids are excited. They get their big giant gold rings. It's all good. Blah, blah, blah. I, I tell them great job and did what we were supposed to do in that situation. So good job but I don't still am having trouble with it. I would rather come in fourth place in the upper than win the lower. I'm not here to win rings. I'm here to play good baseball. You lost one game that whole tournament, right? Yes. And and it's so really, I mean, you're not, I know the way the seating was, you're technically six because six through 11 are in that bracket. We right? were seventh actually. So there was a one and one team. There was two, two and O teams three two and O teams and three one and one teams. So two one and one teams were up one, one and one team was the number one seed here. We were oh one and one. And then there was a couple teams that were zero and two. The rest of the teams were all zero and two. You played the two best teams. Uh, we played probably the first and third best team, but they were both in the finals, but because you guys were the second best team. <laughs> no? Okay. Honestly, to be honest, I, I think that potentially, when we play, we would have been, but there was another really good team that was in that, that had to play one of the better teams to get to the finals. So, so, you know, and you guys tied one of the best teams. Yeah. Tied the team that won it and they didn't lose another game. There the game go. after we tied them, they won 31 to three. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I told, I, I kept telling the coaches on our team was like, I feel like I need to go to that other coach and apologize. Like it's probably our fault. That he put the stomping on you because oh, the, 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 yeah, yeah. Um, you know that um, you want to win for sure. You know how good your team is. It's great to set that expectation, but also at that level, at the level that I coach at, you know it's it's really truly more about development. Mm 
hundred percent. No, that's a thousand percent correct. And that's why well. That's why I want to play at a. I want to be playing more competitive baseball, not winning the next two games twelve to one both times. And you know what I mean. But you competed against two good teams. What was the score of the game you lost? We lost by four. You were you competed with the two two of the three best teams, two of the three or four best teams, including you guys, and and played well and and tied the team that won the whole thing, and then ran through the rest of the thing just because of the way that CD tournament Mars. is set up. Yeah, I, I I think I totally get being disappointed. I totally get, and you're fine to feel that way, but. You know you guys played pretty well, and, and you can compete with anybody, with any of those teams, and you're good enough to probably win that whole thing. Really, so it's okay to be a little yeah, irritated. Absolutely, it's okay to be a little irritated. Absolutely, but at the same time, but perspective, the kids get. I like I, yeah, the kids got something that they'll remember forever. So that'll be cool. Yeah, yeah, yep. And you'll probably, I mean, you'll get another opportunity to play teams like that, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah we've got five more tournaments this year. There you go. That there sounds go. crazy. Sorry, I'm just shut up. Hear enough, hear enough of that from my in-laws. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's great. It's look. This is not. This is not school baseball. This it's is not. These are kids that want no. to play high-level baseball. Yeah, and that's that's why yeah. that's fine. Look, it's not. We're not playing. You know, there's a there's a there's an area for that kind of yeah baseball. Absolutely, that's not what we're doing. I think you're totally fine to feel disappointed in that. Um. But you also have to give yourself and the kids certainly the credit that you yeah, guys deserve. Absolutely. They did what they were supposed to do. Anyway, I just that's been bugging me for a while. And then we come out and lay an egg yesterday. We get walked off again by the same team that's walked us off. I, told, I think we talked about it on this podcast. We beat a team. Our team walked us off earlier in the year, and we out hit them 12 to 2. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Played that same team, out hit them again, and they walked us off in the bottom. Oh, we took the lead in the top of the fifth, and they walked us off in the bottom of the fifth. God. Bad defense, man. We had five errors. Our starting, my starting pitcher gave up eight runs, zero earned. Wow. Yeah, zero earned runs. So that's tough. Yes, it is. I watched the older Panthers get walked off by the LaSalle Lancers oh, yeah. last week on, a, on an error. On an error. It's the worst. Mm-hmm. Ugh, it's the worst. Yep. We had five errors. Never had a game with five errors. Terrible. All right. Besides, uh, that's past my uh, little kids playing. Nobody cares about that except for us. Just trying to put in perspective, like different things that happen in the lives of of people that they have to think about. Speaking of championships, the NBA is going. uh, How do you want to start this? Do you want to go series by series? Do you just want to go straight in to Sacramento and Golden State? Like, let's, how do we want to do this? Let's do that because I think that's going to be the biggest piece that we're going to be talking about. So let's get that started and then we'll see how long that goes. Cause then we, there are probably a couple of these series that we can kind of skip over. And yeah. Say, hey, pretty simple. Right. This is what's two. going on. Yeah. It's just, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, you have golden state and Sacramento. Um, everybody that's listening now certainly knows that it's two Oh Sacramento already. Um, starting in those two games in Sacramento. So now it goes to um now it goes to Golden State. Yep. It goes to, to San Francisco. Um but game 3 the Warriors are going to be without Draymond Green. Yes they are. Do we know why? We do know why. Uh <laughs> he got into he got ejected from game 2. Yep. For stepping on 
No, stomping the, on. Or whatever the bonus was, was holding his leg. Yeah. Uh, and this is the second time that it's happened. It, it happened in game one where he was holding on to his leg. Nothing was called. So here's my Draymond. Did you hear Draymond Green talking about it? I think I may have seen. Yeah, I think I he, saw a quote. It might. I, it might not be the same. I just. Quote. I'm just not that athletic. I, I need somewhere where I didn't. I didn't have anywhere else to put my foot. He's holding on to my foot. I didn't have anywhere else to put my foot. You're one of. You're. You're an NBA basketball player. You're. You, you're not 90 years old. Yeah. You're fine. And if you watch it, his foot came out. He stepped on him the one time when he was holding his foot. I get that. But when his foot came out, that's when the stomp happened, and he like pushed off into the air. Made it look like he pushed off. It almost looked to me a little pushed off with his other foot. Right? Yeah, it almost looked to me like it was a it was a WWE kind of kind of stomp, right? Yeah. So, but why are you doing that and make in flailing around while you do it? It may, you're making it look like you're stomping on somebody. What do you think they're going to do? Yeah. And everybody's talk. So here's my question: Do you feel like Sabonis should have been kicked out of that game? No. Since he was no. I've got people talk there. You there are people talking about why nothing happening to Sabonis. Why does he only get a technical? Because what he did only deserved a technical. Mm-hmm. He didn't reach down and stomp on someone's chest or make it look like he was literally jumping off of someone's chest. That's what he made it look like. That's his fault for doing that. Yeah, it is. He's got to be smarter. And and he's getting suspended. There are a lot of people that are really mad. Even there was a there's a a national NBA writer that's like, this is so wrong that he's it's being totally suspended. wrong that he's being suspended. How many games did he, he got get? ejected? That's his punishment. He should not also get one game. Okay. So they were talking about this. Everybody's been talking about this. A lot of people were saying, no, he shouldn't be suspended. You're getting a few people saying, yes. What's your thoughts? I'm fine. If he's not suspended, he did get ejected. I'm fine. If he doesn't get suspended now, um, I wasn't sure if because there are I don't I, I don't know if he got a technical or if he was just ejected. Then it, it was double technical. I believe it was double technical. He got a okay. flagrant two, which is an ejection, and Sabonis got a flagrant one, which is just a regular technical foul, if I'm not mistaken. I didn't think those were technicals at all. I oh I thought th- I thought flagrants and technicals were different. But okay, I, I don't know that. I, I wasn't watching the game when it happened, so I'm I'm misinformed maybe, but um Either way, he got ejected, so I I think that's probably enough. It's honestly his reputation is the reason for can him I, getting. Ejected. Can I tell you? It's um, maybe not why he got ejected. I mean, my, for suspension. suspension. Can I tell you why I think he got suspended? Yeah, I think he got suspended for what happened afterwards. Because he was he's screaming at and yelling and jumping and cursing and jumped on the scorer's table first off you're in sacramento who's already up 1-0 on you why are you trying to fire up the sacramento fans what what good are you doing by doing that this this is the constant thing that we talk about with Draymond green like this team is not as good a defensive team as they've been in the past and now you lose draymond green your best defender i don't get it you know you got to, and you, and if you're going to complain and say people are targeting you, okay, you got a target on your back. So you got to play like you. Out. You have yeah. to play like you have a target on your back. Be smarter. I can't. I get. I get that. And the other thing that gets me, kind of irritates me. Steve Kerr. Not going to lie to you. Steve Kerr wasn't even in the huddle during the timeout while all this is going on. He was standing off to the side. Let's all this go. How can you let your player run around screaming? 
F-bombing fans and doing all this, jumping on a scorer's table and just be standing like nothing's going on. I'm I'm furious at the fact that Steve Kerr never has ever done anything to Draymond Green in these situations. I'm not. I Steve Kerr has zero control over Draymond Green. He, he's talked about it. He he's like he's he's talked about it in interviews before. It, it's he he can't do at the NBA level. He can't. I do guess you're right. I guess you're right. That. Maybe maybe not Steve. Kerr. Draymond's going to do. There's going to be whatever. someone on that team that's grabbing him. Maybe not Draymond. Then then Steph. Or or Clay, somebody has to be going and saying, "Dude, get off the court. You're not helping us right now." Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, or is everybody just scared of that he's going to turn around and punch him like Jordan Poole? No, I don't think that's the case. But it's just Draymond. I, I, there's an understanding that the, the when Draymond plays really well, a lot of times it's because he's getting himself worked up and getting sure. into it with people and trash talking and, and, and complaining to the officials, you know, aggressively and that kind of, and that gets him going and that's, and then he starts playing well. They know he kind of he has to be like he that, to do that to be his, who he is to, to get the good parts out of him. Okay. It also comes with some of the bad parts like that. And, and they have a, probably a long time ago, come to a, an understanding like this is how it's going to be and and you can talk about the 2016 finals and he got ejected for kicking yeah. what's his name in the in the steven adams in the pp and and uh yeah well he got ejected yeah how did that work he after he kicked steven adams in the pp a couple games in a row he got one technical in the cleveland game and that was it he only because once he got that next one that was it yeah yep uh and that's I was actually going to say that about this. If he got a technical in this game in game two, there are so many like you get automatics or something like that. Yeah. After so many technicals and then right. after the next one and after two more or whatever. So I'm not sure where he's at with that stuff, but it, he may not have gotten a technical. He may have just gotten the flagrant two and the ejection. Uh-huh. And and I maybe it is the same thing. But anyway, I didn't think it was anyway. He he can't. And you're right. He. The carrying on in the I didn't even see him jump on the scores table. Jumped on the scores table and is just stupid. Ah. And he's getting and I did see uh videos of him getting like uh you know the finger and stuff from from fans and he's yelling back at fans. Yeah, why like, do you think I mean why why I mean he lost himself in his emotions again and, and that's he can't at some point that hurts the team. It's it helps him be better sometimes as a player because he gets himself all worked up but at at critical times like this it also is a huge detriment to the team so so do you think so maybe that's where steve kerr comes in is that is maybe my question is is that where steve kerr comes in he can't control him on the court he knows he needs to get a little a little chippy to play at his best um but when these kind of things happen does does Steve Kerr even need to walk over and say, "Hey, bro, this is what this this was too far. We can't have this. This is this hurts us. I know it's a fine line, but we've got to stay under this line. We can't go across it. it." Or is that not even a conversation anymore, just because of who Draymond is and how long it's been going on? It was probably a conversation at some point, and maybe it's not anymore. Now I've heard a couple people say this, and people have been saying it for about a year now, I think. Anyway, but 
they're like, okay, after this, this is that last straw that Draymond's gone after this year. They're going to, whatever, I don't know what his contract is, but they're either going to let him walk or trade him or whatever, or cut him or whatever you have to do. Um, and it it could be. It could be. I think they really value Draymond there. I think they're... He's a incredibly valuable piece to what they do. Yeah. Um, but at some point, it's... You know, are you going to now you had the thing with Jordan Poole at the beginning of the year before the year started? You have another big playoff series that you are are suspended for a game that you're really going to need now because you're down 2 0. Yep. Um, and you're not there. You're not there to help your team because you got carried away. Um, he can he can try to talk around and make uh make some kind of excuse for why he stomped on DeMontis bonus but and Shaq even backed him on that too which was surprising but but he did this cuz I think I could be wrong the fir- he stepped on twice stepped on Sabonis twice the first time he really didn't have a choice because Sabonis still had his leg yeah I get that it's that extra one when your foot comes out of the arms and then you bring it back down and make it look like you're jumping off of someone's chest. Yeah. And that's what Shaq said. He's like, he's like, what was he supposed to do? He he's grabbed his leg. Where's he where's he supposed to step? Well, you can try to pull your leg out. You can try to, you can just go down no. to the ground. You yeah, can do something. Yeah. Do you know what you do? You, I'll tell you exactly what you do. Somebody's got a hold of your leg. Or you look fly, at the ref and you either look at the ref and do that, or you start flailing around like air, like like to make the ref see while this dude's holding your foot. Don't stomp on him. Get the get that could turn around, be a, a flagrant one or technical or whatever on Sabonis. Now you're shooting free throws, two points. You got you're still in the game, plus you two points and the ball. Yeah. <clears throat> or one in the ball or whatever it is now. Everything's so I feel like the rules are so different anymore. I don't know yeah. what anything is anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. I he could have made a, a it's a split second decision. And it's this kind of thing happens every game basically because you're boxing out for rebound and it's that mm-hmm. face-to-face box out where you guys are, are their arms are locked up yep. and, and you, and you might, you know, give a little extra shove and then he gives a little extra shove or an elbow yep. or a forearm or whatever. It's really the same kind of thing or, you know, a guy hooks you or whatever yeah. and you get frustrated. So you kind of shove him off yep. or you hook him or whatever. It's that same thing. It's just, it looked a lot worse because he was standing up and Sabonis was on the ground and he stepped on him and it's a bad look. And then to, to throw that tantrum like that afterward, is that's what, to me, that's what got the suspension. If you ask me, I don't think the act got the suspension because it was caused because of what Sabonis did. And like you said, things like that happen all the time. You know what I mean? Entanglements and people pushing and shoving and technicals and flagrants or whatever happened in those situations all the time. I don't think that's why he got the suspension. I think the suspension came because of the theatrics that happened afterwards. You might be right. Along with the history, his history. Yeah. With that yeah. stuff. Yeah. All right. So that's now 2-0. Do you think uh that there is a way for them to come back? I think it's possible, but Sacramento's good. I mean, I mean there's Sacramento's a reason they really got the, the two or three seed in the yeah. West in a tough division. I mean, they're they put up points, they don't do it flashy. They got like 16 UK players, uh, ex UK <laughs> players on their team, but they got De'Aaron Fox and they got uh, who's the other guy? Um, 
Malik Monk. Malik Monk, who are they just they they score, they spread the ball around, they all score, mm-hmm. and it's nothing fa- fancy, but they they win games. They were the best offensive team in the league mm-hmm. this year, um, and and then they also play some defense because Mike Brown is a, a defensive coach, and he's the coach of the year, and uh, I I mean they're just good. They're and they're good enough to beat this Warriors team, especially up 2-0 now, and it's yep. probably going to happen. Yep. So I think there's a possibility that the Warriors come back. If they can get these two at home, then maybe. But that's going to be a tall task. You're without Draymond Green, and Sacramento's playing really well, and at times, Golden State's not, even with Draymond in there. Yeah. So, All right, so let's move on from the Kings-Warriors, and that's the 3-6. Let's go to the Lakers-Grizzlies. Uh, Grizzlies tie that up today with a uh, 10 point win over the Lakers 103 to 93. That's now one in one. The series is tied going uh, to LA now. Uh, I didn't get to see much of this game, but the Lakers put up less than 100 points. So I can pretty much tell you that means AD didn't do much. That That's usually the case. I haven't looked at it, but I bet if I click on this game, I bet Anthony Davis. Um, was not what they needed. He he had 13 points, 13 and nine. You got to do better. I was watching a little bit of the game. And and by the way, congratulations to Jaron Jackson Jr. Who was announced as the defensive player of the year today. Hey, nice. And he had three blocks in the 10 minutes I was watching and he made it tough on Anthony Davis a couple of times too. And yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he's, by the way, this win was without John Morant. Yeah. We had three key, that's that's the other big thing is three key injuries in the first couple games of, of these playoffs. Yeah. Giannis, John Morant, and um Tyler Hero from Miami. Yeah. So uh Ja, I don't know if he's gonna be he was out this game. I don't know if he's gonna be back for next game. It sounds like it's a probably gonna be a game to game thing. Same for Giannis. Um, although they won by 20. I don't know if he's not positive. Yeah, he it's not over yet. There's still um, a minute left in the game. Okay. Well, they're up 20 with a minute left. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, but Tyler Hero's done, basically, if unless they make the finals. Um, but so big time injuries that stinks. Uh, you know, you need the superstars in the games. Um, but I mean, they don't play again until Saturday, so uh, yeah. he's got time to get back. Uh, John Morant. Yeah. 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 So. I don't know. I mean, I, I know who you are picking in this series, but it's tied. They won a game without Ja, and now it goes back to L.A. Um, how are you feeling about that series? I feel fine about that series. Uh, Going back to L.A. To, for them to, they're. I mean, I didn't. I don't. I mean, I'm not a. I'm a realist. I. I want. I think they can win. I. A lot of people are saying they're the real deal. Um, but do I expect them to just sweep? The number two seed? No, I don't expect that. With or without John Morant, that's a good team. They, you know, they've they've been getting better for three years now, and it's like they just keep on coming. So no, I don't expect them to sweep. They took one on the road. Great job. Now you got to do your do your job at home, and you'll be fine. Okay. All right. Um. So then, uh, moving on to all right. So. Stay in the West. You want to go uh, up to yeah. the top? Let's go. Let's go. Suns Clippers four or five seed uh, today. The Suns win. 
No, not today. That was yesterday. Last night. Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday, the Suns won, uh, which they won, uh, which makes the series tied one, one. Uh, Kawhi had a huge game one, came out and played out of his mind. KD took, I want to say, zero shots in the last five minutes of the game. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people were talking about, like, he's got to be more aggressive, do a lot more. Uh, Yesterday, he came out and uh, played, obviously, much better where his where's uh why am i 25 i want to say was it 25 yeah i was trying to find Devin it. booker had 28 or something like that um so yeah they got they got the contributions they expect to from those guys certainly in game two um uh, russell westbrook was like the story of game one i mean he Kawhi had 38 or whatever it was but right but russell westbrook and russell westbrook had a horrible shooting and right? four like, blocks or something like that and 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 yeah a couple like he, I mean, he was really bothered. He was guarding Kevin Durant a lot of times and yeah. was really bothering him. He did a great job on him. He got offensive rebounds late in the game. I mean, he was like hustle plays, uh, almost got in a fight with a, a Clippers fan again. That was insane. He, or a, a Suns fan. I mean, in the, in the, like, there's a, I guess there's a bar area. These like people that got too much money can, like, there's a bar where players have to walk by. They force these guys to walk by them and just have like a rope. That separates them, and you're telling me that it's just bad. The funny part, did you see the video? Yeah. The little kid sitting sitting down, just wolfing down chicken fingers <laughs> yeah. like nothing happened. That was my favorite part. He was just looking up. Yeah. And then I'm like, and then his, I, I don't know if it was his dad or whatever. It seemed like he was with that guy, I guess, but or they were close by. But the guy, as as Russ is walking away, he says something like, you know, don't, don't talk about it be about it or something like that yeah. like he's challenging yeah. and says he's, oh man you're gonna take a six foot dumb. four six foot five absolute specimen of a human on come on be real and then obviously two cores lights in your hand yeah and then obviously you said something to trigger that to trigger that reaction and and russ has been you know not great at having thick skin with fans because he's Absolutely. gotten to do a lot with with people but that's also okay because people shouldn't be saying the things to players as they're walking by that they yep. do. And that guy stands up and he's like, take it like a man. Yeah. No, that's not how it works. Yeah. Don't be a jerk and say something stupid to somebody yeah. walking by yep. and then just expect they have to take it. Yeah. That We've talked about it before. Yep. That whole thing about I pay a ticket. It's your job to take my abuse. I totally disagree. I always will about that. I think it's so stupid. Um, act like a decent human being. Yeah. No matter how much you've paid, no matter how much they make, I don't care. You're both human beings. You wouldn't talk like that to other people just out of nowhere. Right. Or maybe you would. Maybe you're that kind of person. But you're not just walking down the street taunting people like like that out of nowhere. Yeah. You're doing it because this guy plays for another team. Don't do that. Yeah. Anyway. Stupid. Crazy. Uh. So who do you got? You think the Suns are going to do this? I, I still think the Suns. Yeah, I do still think the. Paul George are... is getting ready to come back. From what I understand, it may not be in this series. It might be if yeah. they can make it to the next that he could come back. I mean, that could make to get, if Russ keeps playing the way he's playing, and you've got and you've got playoff Kawhi right now, and you know they call him playoff P too. So, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, that'll certainly make them better. You would think. Uh, so if they do get by the Suns, then they're going to be an even tougher team to beat. Mm-hmm. But I do still think the Suns are probably going to win the series. Okay. 
I like it. All right, we want to move on to. Are we to the East? Oh no, Denver. That's easy. I mean, that's two yeah, zero, I mean, and they're winning right now. I mean, that's gonna. I. I mean, we none of us think that Denver's not going to win that, right? Right. Yeah. No, yeah. I think they're going to be fine. All right. So let's bring that uh, to the East, where Bucks Heat. We've already talked about uh, how the Bucks lost Giannis. Um, Heat lost Tyler Hero. Heat took Game One. And then the Bucks come back tonight, take game two. I I love the Heat. I love the way they play. We all we'll always talk about this. However, playing, I, I think I still think even without Giannis that this that this Bucks team is better. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Uh Miami has the potential to be really good. And I think they can still be pretty good without Tyler Hero because you sure you insert Duncan Robinson probably more into Yeah, which you're gonna get your shots league. up there. And you still have Jimmy Butler, who's Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. And and Bam Adebayo and yeah, a, a bunch of guys. They have a really nice roster. Um, but the Bucks have been the best or one of the best two teams in the East for the last four or five years. Um, and they're just as good now. So Bucks are gonna win that series. Uh, Cavs, Knicks, that Knicks won. Knicks won game one. Uh, Knicks fans, uh, I believe think that they won the 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 championship. They I think they won the NBA title after game one. Uh, so they were obviously a little tired after their ticker tape parade after game one. These fans are so ridiculous that call into these sports talk stations with these. <laughs> uh, yeah, those guys are ridiculous in New York. Uh, and Cavs took care of business last night. I think that's Cavs. I think the Cavs still win that. I mean, that's you're talking about Donovan Mitchell and uh, Garland and that that whole that that Cavs team is reminds me a lot, kind of, of the Sacramento team. They can score with just about anybody, but it's never going to be. I guess Donovan Mitchell is more of a star than any of those guys on the Kings, but you know they spread it around. They they play good basketball. They're going to get past the first round of this next team. I agree with you. I think the Cavs take it. Sixers Nets. That's an easy one. I mean, they're already up 2-0. I did, how did the Nets even make the playoffs? I just I still don't understand how the Nets are even in the playoffs. Who's playing for the Nets? Can you name two can you name five players for the Nets right now? Uh maybe. Mikhail, okay. Mikhail Bridges, Spencer Dinwiddie, um uh my mom, my mom. Well, I can name two. There you go. We can't, <laughs> yeah. There's a there's a little curry on that team. Oh yeah, Seth Curry. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh Finney Smith is on that team. Dorian Finney Smith, who yep. was traded there. Yeah. Uh, I mean the big Mikhail Bridges became this totally different offensive player when he got traded to the sure. to the Nets. Yeah, so well, he's, he he's been an they needed somebody to score. So yeah. You get that's the funny thing about the NBA. That's what I love about the NBA. You see these kid these guys that like somebody gets hurt. Or something, a big star gets hurt, and it's like insert this player, and it's like they just had a huge night, and then you start realizing, okay, every player in the NBA could have a huge night at any given time. The difference is, that's not easy to do, eighty-two games. Like you, right. it's just not. There are different players that can just do that with more ease and can do it consistently, mm-hmm. whereas there's a lot of players they go out and throw up 40 in a night and they probably don't want to play basketball for three days because they're they have they have eight the next game yeah exactly yeah but yeah no but mikhail bridges was actually pretty consistent with that and and they just played i don't know they just played better um i really like uh jacques vaughn i really like him as a coach he 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 seems like he does a good job um 
so he, I mean, he kept them afloat and and got the sixth seed, but uh, their time is running out here because the Sixers are going to win that series pretty easily and uh, go right into Celtics Hawks. I think that's the same way. No problem with the Celtics. They're going to, they're up 2-0 yep. and I think they're going to, they might even sweep this series. Love it. Love it. I'm with you on that. What's next? I think that's it, isn't it? I think we covered them all. No, we missed one, didn't we? Did we? Um, one more in the East. Oh, maybe that is all of them. Yeah, we did get all oh, Celtics got... Hawks. Yeah, that's what I was saying. The, the oh, that's Celtics yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, Celt- yeah, same Celtics thing. are gonna yep, same thing. have no problem there. All right, so there you go. So next week, the first round should be over by the time we get on here, or mostly over. Um, if not, maybe there's a game. No, it's only five. Is the first round seven game series? Seven. Okay, so there's a I chance we should, should have a five. Game. Yeah, but it's seven. Um, so there you go. So we'll get into that uh, on the next one. Yep. I will. Uh, I will. I will defer to you, Adam Schmidt, for our next segment, which is our Mount Rushmore. As the fact that you have done a little extra research, uh, we we did the Mount Rushmore of Matt Christopher books, which is a uh, kids chapter book, like a, a you know, your when you're first starting to read chapter books as a kid, you know, third, fourth, fifth, sixth grade, whatever that is, sports books is what Matt Christopher wrote. At least that's all I know he wrote. Adam, you did a little extra. Let's hear a little something about our friend, Matt Christopher. When I was a kid and I was in whatever, fourth or fifth grade, and I first started reading Matt Christopher books and I found out about that and yep. how he had a whole series of them. And they were, you know, the being, being books about sports mm-hmm. are, or that being a big part of the story uh, is what probably drew us to the, those more than anything. But what I didn't realize, so I, I, Back then, I probably pictured Matt Christopher as a a pretty young person who had this series of books, who probably had who pro, who wrote seemed like eight or nine books. Yeah, I felt like there. I felt I feel like I have about eight to ten books at my mom and dad's house right now. Uh, what I didn't know until just now, the man wrote one hundred and seventy three books. Wow! And his first book was released January. 1952 wow 1952 his last book was released august of 2016 man this dude has been writing for 70 years what what's confusing is his last book was uh was released august 2016 the man passed away in 97 he's got a real tupac thing going yeah he does um interesting no i i imagine he had several drafts of how i'm many, sure i mean he, and somebody obviously finished them for yeah, him yeah he or, or maybe he had them and, and they released them as is or whatever it was um but he he was born in 1917 jeez oh, this he, this guy these was, books are oh, like one of my favorite books i'm looking at it right now one of my favorite books that he ever wrote was written in 1959 yeah. One he, of the books that will be on my my Mount Rushmore was written in 1959. He didn't start releasing books till he was 35 years old. Wow. And uh so he was a he was an old old man when we were growing up reading these books and he was still releasing them. Wow. Unbelievable. So that yeah, that blew me away. The thing that got got gets me is these uh he wrote I never realized he wrote a bunch of books like on on real athletes as well like he did a, oh, a, a yeah he did a mia ham book um and a couple others that he wrote about 
Mrs. Which I, Mrs. Garcia Parra. Mrs. Garcia Parra is exactly right. He wrote one on Steph Curry. He wrote one wow. on Kobe Bryant. He wrote one on Michael Jordan. He wrote one on LeBron James. Now, I never read any of those. Mm-mm. And I'm not going to. No, no, not going to either. <laughs> uh, however, uh, this is unbelievable. I'm going through and looking at these again, and uh, I've got them pulled up. I'm really excited for this. This dude was old as dirt. I didn't realize half of the, all these books that I loved are like from the number two. Number two on my list is from 1964. Yeah. Oh my God. I was reading these when I was a kid and loved them. These, the number one on my list is from 1969. I had no, I thought there was a new book when I read it. Oh my gosh. That's so crazy. That's how I thought these were. I thought all these were brand new. I thought Matt Christopher was a brand like young person. These were all written for me. Same. Yeah. <laughs> all right. You're really excited about this and you actually still have the books. So I, I do. Love I do still have the books. First. I wish they're all at my mom and dad's. I wish I, I wish I had them now. Dad actually had them all bundled up not that long ago and asked me if I wanted them. And I said, yes, just haven't got them. Parker would love them. But yeah. uh, number one on my list, I am uh, just finding out in this exact moment in time, that it was written in 1964. Okay. All-time favorite Matt Christopher book. Probably did six book reports on it because I didn't like reading books, so I would just find a book I liked and just keep doing it. Catcher with a Glass Arm. That was a that was just a it, it was a classic. Yeah. Catcher with a Glass Arm. Uh number 2, Touchdown for Tommy. Mm-hmm. Finding out that was 1959. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, going from there, we'll just r- read some of these off. I, I mean, I'll, okay. I'll just say it. Cause it's the very first one here. This is also on there. The kid who only hit home runs or the kid who only hit homers. Uh, that was a good one. Now let's go over some of these, the lucky baseball bat dirt bike racer. We've got the captain contest, which is soccer ice magic tough to tackle. That was a great one. I had that one as well. Uh, catch that pass the basket counts i had that one that was a that was a good one soccer halfback i know yeah nope uh the hockey machine return of the home run kid i had that one um football nightmare soccer scoop legends in sports michael jordan the greatest quarterback switch miracle at the plate dirt bike runaway soccer duel uh, soccer hero, skateboard tough, 1991, and the kid kind of looks like Tony Hawk. There are 173 books. You Is there? Them? Oh, I didn't realize there was that many. Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm gonna have to go for a while. Yeah. All right. So let's just get on with my. Just there's so many good ones. Do you need uh 10 spots for this Mount Rushmore? No, I can make this happen. I can make this happen. Uh, I got. I just got to find my last one here. Uh, hold on a second. Let me scroll through these 5,000 different books here. And get my get my last one. Uh, let's see here. There's touchdown for Tommy. Okay, I got it. Um, all right. So number three for me uh, is going to be Miracle at the Plate, uh, and number four is Football Fugitive, which was about a about Harrison Ford <laughs> and somebody killed his wife, and he yeah, and then he decided to play football. <laughs> So I'm going with those books as my four Matt Christopher books. I love, I could probably go on there and give you 17 more. Yeah. Uh, I can, I can tell you right off the bat. There was one more. Oh oh no. Where'd it go? Where'd all the books go? (laughs) I should have never closed it. 
That's good. Anyway, continue. Go ahead. Oh, the catcher's mask. Remember that one too. Yep. Man out at first. Great one. Oh, center. Oh man. The spy on third base. Dude, there's a ton of good ones in here. Oh my God. Those are all such good ones. You know what I'm excited about is you've read a whole bunch of those books. Like just yeah. read off the titles just now. I don't think you've read any of the ones on my list somehow. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, touchdown for Tommy's uh, it's cult classic. Yeah. Cult, cla- <laughs> cult classic. Yeah. <laughs> um, catcher with the glass arm. I mean, that was the one. That was the book. Yeah. Continue. What do you got? Here was my, here was my thing. Well, yours were probably all basketball, right? So I had it. Oh. I mean, I did have a couple of footballs in there, but baseball books were Matt Christopher's baseball books were my books. Yeah. Um, two of them are baseball. I have a football and a basketball. Okay. Here was the thing going through these. I recognized a lot of titles. I don't remember anything about any of the books. Oh no. hundred percent. I couldn't tell you what happened in most of these books, okay. but uh, all of the ones I love, I just remember that catcher with a glass arm was my favorite. I remember that being my favorite book. And I could only recall actually reading one of them. Oh, okay. I don't, I probably read a couple more. But Dude, I, I was in love with Matt Christopher books. Yeah, I I, I really liked it because because the first one I ever read was Hard Drive to Short. That's number one on my list. That's a great one, Hard Drive to Short. That was number one on my list. I specifically remember reading that one. That's the only one I can recall reading. Okay. Here here are the other ones that I think I read and I remember because I remember them. the title. Yeah, the titles of, yeah. and there were I, I found a list that had like a little tiny description of each one or whatever, and then kind of reading through those, I was like, okay, I, that kind of sounds familiar uh the great quarterback switch yeah i think that was about some twins or something mm-hmm. that played quarterback uh little lefty i don't remember about a lefty about a, a kid small in stature Just left-handed a, a pitcher. little left-hander yep that yep. doesn't surprise me tim let's come yep okay. so uh, so little lefty that was about a little left-hander that's right small left-hander yeah okay yeah that's uh had that's an umpire about. the other day says umpire the other day says uh take your base hit off the top of his foot hit off the top of his foot Hit off top of his hit off top of his foot. I said, "Hey, hey, blew it. Hit off top of his foot. Yeah, hit off top of his foot. Yeah, I know you said it four times. I, nobody cares. Take your base and let's go. Come on. That's weird. <laughs> it's like he wasn't sure of himself if it really uh, did hit off the top of his foot. Anyway, okay. continue. Um, okay, so hard drive to short, great quarterback switch, little lefty, and a basketball one called long long shot for Paul. Oh, basketball book. Like uh, that. Yeah, the little, the little. Uh, Man, that vaguely sounds familiar. I don't know if I read that one or not. I don't even know if I read it, but um, <laughs> but I remember hearing the title yeah. a long time ago. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that was my basketball one, and those are my four. Nice, I love it. All right, most people are gonna have no idea what any of that stuff is. Um, if you have kids between say nine and 14 or 13 or something like that great books get some matt christopher books for yeah there's always a a lesson to be learned in it and everything else that's right that's right all right uh comedy let's get into big j okerson bud dog belly dog belly dog belly is the title dog belly and i'm trying to think like dog belly oh yeah dog belly yeah (laughs) here's the thing about this we're going to talk about this there's I'm, not a I'm lot. Not I'm not saying anything. anything about it, really. <laughs> but I want you to watch it. We try to keep this podcast PG. We do <laughs> our best. Comedy. The comedy segment comes at the end of the podcast because it's the hardest part to keep PG. <laughs> That's right. Especially That's when Big J not still watching. Especially when Big J Okerson 
is doing the comedy special for the day. And this was performed at Skankfest, which is his, it's really his friend's big festival, but he's a big part of it. And it's like a whole bunch of comedians go to one city and they do all kinds of crazy things. And it's a, it's a, it's, it's a bit of a raunchy uh, week. Okay. Of, I mean, it's comedy and gank fest. Yes. So yeah, yeah I'm yeah. assuming it's, I guess I should assume, I mean, big guys break chairs. So it's a lot of people there by themselves. <laughs> yeah. 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 Awkward that he was able um, to pick those out. Do you think the, do you think there are people that seat people in certain places for him? Uh, no, I don't No. Okay. I just I question. So. And then, so that being said, cause he was like, Oh, the person who seated you, that was really raw. That really sucked. So I was wondering if it was like, you think they're like, Oh, Hey, you interracial couple, will you come sit here? Yeah. I think that was, I think that's my chance. I you don't, think it's just, I don't he, think... he's, he's got an eye out when the, when everything's going on, he knows who he's going to pick out. He knows the things he wants to talk about and he knows there'll be something out there and he just finds it. Yeah. Yeah, because he's talking about mostly one thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, raunchy. Um, uh, yeah, it's just very raunchy. He's a raunchy guy, and he's so descriptive. It's so funny. Yeah, that's my favorite part about about him is the the words that come out of his mouth when he's describing stuff. I would never think of half of the words that he says. Yes, to use to describe the things that he describes. And that's why I think he's so funny. It's a hundred percent. It's he, like Theo Vaughn. How, yes. Totally different. Don't get me right. They're totally different comedians. Yeah. But the the words that Theo Vaughn uses sometimes is like, where did that? How did you? That's perfect. Especially that. when you know it's coming off the top of their head somehow. Yes. Yes. That's amazing. Yes. Uh. So, so do you want to tell the people why it's called dog belly? What looks like dog belly? What, what, the, what is that? That looks like a dog belly. Animal? No, they can watch it. Bye bye. <laughs> Did you ever watch Neverland? Is that what it's called? Uh, is that what it was? Uh, yeah, I was talking about that's what Michael Jackson's looks like. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Michael Jackson, I got it right. Um, okay, so. There you go. <laughs> it, th- by the way, this is a mostly crowd work special. In in Big J, most of what he does now is crowd work. But I think we've talked about this. He he knows how to use crowd work to hit the jokes that he wants to tell. Yeah, he's got the joke he wants already there. And when he's doing crowd work, a lot of it is already pre-made in his head. He's got certain questions that are going to get one or two or three answers and he can turn all of those into his joke. Yeah. No, but so it's 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 pre-worked. However, there is still a lot of stuff that's off the top of the head in between the joke and the conversation. There's a whole lot of of independent off the top of the off the rip that goes on that I love. Yeah. Um spaghetti, I mean like that that's off the top of your head. You're you're not just thinking about pulling spaghetti out. You know what I mean? Like it's just that's Yeah. Uh, so, so this is what I wrote down so though, hard knowing that I couldn't, you know, describe his, most of his jokes. Yeah. Cause I just don't want to, <clears throat> um, mixed race couple, all the stuff he did with them was really funny. Very good. And they were fun. They were yeah. good. They were good. Yeah. Uh, the Cosby joke, he had a little bit of stuff on Cosby. Mm-hmm. Um, 
<laughs> he was like, he was mad when Steve got <laughs> <laughs> And then he went into some other stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, all the Michael Jackson stuff. I wrote yeah. down Michael Jackson. You just got to watch it. Listen, it was well done. The Michael Jackson stuff was well. I love how he's like, I just can't keep up with the news because I need to take it in before I can find the comedy in it. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then when he turns that around to put yourself, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god! It's the king of pop back there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like a dog belly, <laughs> uh, speckled. the The other thing uh, that I wrote down because I was just excited about it. He talked about an interaction he had with a fan from uh, uh, Liberty Township, from the Ohio. Yeah, fr- the Funny Bone. From the Funny Bone. Yeah, I forgot about that. Liberty. Yeah. And uh Liberty, Ohio, I believe is what he called it. Yeah, Liberty Township, Ohio. And and um so he t- talks about this interaction all off of this like kind of longer joke about female police officers toward the end, and then this interaction with a fan that he had uh in Liberty Township, Ohio, which is the funny bone. Yep, which I will be at on Friday. Nice. Listen to this because I, I and then we'll finish this. Listen to this weekend I've got coming. Friday night, Dave Attell at the Funny Bone. That's going to be phenomenal. Saturday night, Dan Soder at Helium Comedy Club in Indianapolis. Mm. And Sunday, I'm the godfather to my niece's baptism. Hey! How awesome is that? How many godfathers are you now? I mean, you I'm, have... I'm godfather two now, I think. Okay. Say, so you've got... Uh, godfather one, two, one, two, three, four. You got five <laughs> nieces and nephews. This will uh, only be two for me. This will be... Oh, man, that's rough. That's rough. Only I'm two. I'm godfather huh? two this weekend. Only godfather two. All right. Sounds good. I like it. I, I like it. Saw either one. Uh, uh, which, which little baby girl? Hannah. Hannah. Okay. That yeah. is Jen's. Jen's. Okay. Jen's good. youngest. Yep. Good for you. Yep. Who is... Uh, who is the oldest boy's godfather? Is it Joey? Did Joey get the first godfather? Uh, Luke's godfather is Joe. Yeah. So Luke. So Luke. So Joe got num- numero uno. He Ooh, got that's well. Rough, bud. Mar- that's, yeah. That's well, rough, I mean, dude. I mean, I mean, out of your sister's kids, out of her, kids, he got yes. number one. That's right. Ooh. Yeah. Eesh. How's yeah. that feel? I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I really wanted Maria. But uh, that's okay. who is Maria's godfather? Uh, is Lauren's one brother, brother, Lauren's older brother. Yeah. yeah. And so then yeah. Jen is Maria's godmother. Godmother, yes. Yeah. Yep. Because you got to go one from each family. You have to. You can't. You can't pull them both out of the same family. It just right. doesn't work that way. You got to go one and one. You right. got to go one and one. I think it's me and Amanda this weekend. Hey, yeah. even yeah. better. My old pal. My old pal Amanda. Yeah. You guys got. You guys got a long history together. We do. Really um, yeah. I've known her longer than her husband's known her. Yes, you have. Okay. <laughs> uh, so let's get let's get to Jay Ogerson. Adam, I'm gonna tell you when it comes to Big J's comedy special. I oh wait, sorry. First off, congratulations. That's an awesome weekend. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. That's gonna be so awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh number two, when this comedy special started, like the first 25 minutes, I literally at one point went, I might go five. I might give this a five. I'm, I was thinking like 30 minutes into it in my head as I'm watching it, I was going, this might be a five because that. of the way he can. It's nonstop, like just little tiny thing. It never ends. 
And you know what I love about his joke? He's constantly joking the whole time. And I think you're right. Most of it is he's got a, he's got a joke, a a punchline basically. And he's using the audience interactions with the audience to get there, to get to the story. But I think he, he is also coming up with extra funny stuff on the spot too. There's it's no doubt because some of the things he can't say, you can't, you can't have made up ready to go. Yeah. You just can't because you don't know specific to those people specific to jobs or what she just said, the exact words she just said, like, and turn it around. You just can't. Yeah. It's impossible. Right. And and I I love although that you do hear people talk about plants all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so but what I love is he's so and he sits on a stool the entire time. Mm-hmm. That's what he does now. He he's not wearing the gloves. I think we talked about that last week. He's not wearing the gloves anymore. Got a little pink in his hair now, which is a little weird. Yeah. I, he does that a lot. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think he had extra yeah. for that. Yeah. Anyway, have you ever see any old Big J Ugerson? Like he had really yes. long hair. Like that dude he was, was he had to he be he was a, even fatter and he had the the real like the light uh chin strap chin strap. Yep. He was the he thin came, chin he strap came up, long hair. Yeah, he came yes, he came up doing um a lot of uh like black rooms. He he mm-hmm. he came up doing a lot of black shows and um and he talks all the time about how he really pandered to that crowd. Mm-hmm. He would wear FUBU outfits head to toe. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I really wasn't that guy. Yeah. But I just, I did that because that's what I thought I needed to do to, to, to get, to get, to get a cat, to get the laugh. Trust yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. 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 Um, so anyway, anyway, uh, so he did look a lot different a while ago. Yeah. Um, and then he anyway. turned into what he, what, like his last special we did, it had like, like got uh like a, a gore or something like that was in the background playing like he's a, that's <laughs> no. more his metal kind of is seems and, to be more his thing maybe. and you know what's crazy he looks like that he looks like he's a metal head and he's rock and roll guy he's got the wallet chain he's got the the long he wears the huge jean shorts yeah. that are three quarter or whatever uh big big hoodies all the time that's what he wears all the time covered in tattoos piercings he is a different guy like if you like i listen to the bonfire oh, the bonfire podcast yeah 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 he's not like he likes all kinds of music he likes soft rock and yacht rock and like he knows words to every kind of different song and he's like you know he's he talks about getting into different scenarios in his life and stuff and he's like pretty gentle guy a lot of times and like definitely he, see that he, and he does he talks about that in his special like guys this isn't me like what i'm talking about here just know that this isn't me right this is a joke it's comedy calm down right like this is he said and now in my life i take a step back i'm a different person than i was now comedy on the other yeah. hand he's <laughs> yeah. like I, i'm still 100 all out raunchy he don't care yeah. but he doesn't say certain things like going to these kind of bars or going to that kind of bar <laughs> yeah. i love that about him i love that and i love the fact that he has his own persona on stage like it's not like this like big j is probably still part of that you know that's that's got some big that's got some yeah. j okerson there well big j okerson <laughs> just a hair on the on the over the over the top side yeah. which it's got to be a lot of fun for him. Comedy Jay Okerson is definitely got to be a lot of fun. Regular, yeah, Jay. Um, anyway, so but I, I was gonna say I like how like calm and relaxed he is, yeah. and he's like, 
Eh, you know, you yeah. throw out a punchline like this. Yeah, exactly. Know? And and it's hilarious. Uh-huh. And he's not like hitting it hard all the time. <laughs> he does giggle at himself a lot. He does. I love his giggle. <laughs> yeah. His little giggle is funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, because he'll he'll say something like super, you know, sexual yeah. out out like a crazy <laughs> amount to a person sitting right in front of him about the person sitting Sit next, right to next to him exactly <laughs> and then he's and then he waits for saying he's like and then he kind of like laughs about how crazy that the just fact was. that he just did it yeah he even said it in this special he's like you can't say that anywhere you can't yeah. i can't just walk up to somebody in the street and say that it's weird what what people will say inside of this comedy showroom yeah <laughs> when he asked the, the couple that broke up they were there together and they just broke up like three days ago or they just moved out of each other. He's like, Oh, you don't know what kind of who you're getting tonight. Like you're getting, you're getting a whole different Evan. Like, yeah, yeah, this isn't the same Evan as you had the other. And this is a totally different guy. Anyway, it's hard to just talk about this without getting too raunchy. Uh, so anyway, what I was saying was I was ready to give it a five. Like I was ready. There was a good five, 10 minutes in there that, that, that maybe not slowed down, but, didn't hit me as hard like I, you've got to have me cracking up laughing for an hour i'm gonna go with a four seven seven that's a good score that's yeah. a very good score. it's a really high score that's a really high score that is top five percent i would say four five that's what i had written down four five Four or five. I see right there. Same way. Real high score. Big J is so that dude is so good. So funny. So good. And that's the guy that you'll never like what we always talk about with comedians that keep putting out stuff. And the bigger they get, sometimes the worse their comedy gets because they lose that roots of what made funny stuff so funny, which is the everyday man stuff. Yep. And they lose that when they start making a ton of money, you know. Big, I don't see Big J ever losing what he does. Like Big I J agree. will always be the way he is, and no matter how much money he has, what he's got going on. Yeah, yeah, I agree. The COVID really stuff, funny. the COVID stuff with his old lady, and don't ever ask a friend how to spice it back up. Like that stuff. Oh my god, he's so funny. I I'm sure I talked about it on this podcast, but nine ten months ago, maybe I any of this, this any of this in there any of it uh he did the same thing he did the crowd work the whole time yeah i was front row right and you got a little piece of it yep you got a little touch of it i remember I it i remember that i was there with my buddy and he asked us if we if we've ever seen each other naked <laughs> and so that was fun for me um <laughs> so here's the deal so like for me that's my dream right like that's my dream yeah. now i get to have this fun interaction where if i was there with you you would be like yeah i i i i, I would have i would have said no but god i want to that's what i would have said i got right away and then you know that becomes that's a conversation starter let's have some fun with it right like yeah. i'm ready to have some fun <laughs> you're up there making stuff up being funny let me help you help me help yeah. you help me help you. Yeah, and and it probably would have been helpful if I would have said yes or something. I said no, and uh, and, and I forget where he went with it. Yeah. I think he said something like, uh, oh, that's surprising or that's crazy or something yeah. like that, and then yeah. he went into something Just, else. F- yeah. Um. So anyway, but that, yeah, that, that's what happened when I, I was in the front row for mm. Big J. Okerson. Um, yep, 
And I've, you? I've seen yeah. him twice. I've seen him live twice because I saw him at Burt's uh, minor league baseball tour in Dayton. Too. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I remember yep. that. Yep, yep. This will be my this weekend will be my third time seeing David Tell in person. Nice. David Tell's good. He's so good. He's so good. Yep. Another guy. That's a lot like no matter how much money that guy ever makes, he's gonna be him. And it's all and it's just who he is. I don't yep. feel like that's ever gonna change. Nope. He so, he he chain smokes and he uh he wears the yeah. same jacket and jeans and yeah. hat everywhere all the mm-hmm. time and mm-hmm. that's he's just he he loves being that like a club comic he doesn't even want to work theaters I don't think sure I believe that he wants to do clubs because yeah. it's like that it's more intimate he yeah. can have more and more of an he's more of an intimate comic right he doesn't his his comedy probably doesn't work nearly as good in a in a coliseum yeah. Yeah, but and that's likable. I mean, I I like that about him. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, Adam. So let's talk about next week, bud. What are we going to do? You have a, um, do you have a Mount Rushmore prepared for next week? I do. Um, so Chris, we have uh, what day is it? The NFL draft is coming up here. Yes. Um, that is, I'm trying to figure out what day Thursday next. Is it this Thursday? Is it next Thursday? It's coming. It's really close. Uh, yes. So I think it's next week. Sorry. Looking up. Yeah. Date. And it is Thursday, April 27th. That's next week. Yeah. Next Thursday. So this will be perfect. Mount Rushmore of all time. Number one overall picks in the NFL draft. Wow. Okay. I like this. The number one overall pick part is the best part. Yeah. And I feel like we can probably do this for baseball and basketball too in the future. So. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a good one. That is a good one. But, and we, we never cover, we never really cover the draft here. Uh, but so this will be our way of covering the draft a little bit, sort of. Yeah, that's going to be the best thing that we do for the draft. That's for sure. Yeah. Until Andre Edwards comes on and tells us what happened with the Reds. Right. Bengals. Or the Bengals. All right, Adam, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go to Netflix. Yep. And chill. Uh, there's three women on the top of my Netflix that have specials out. Okay. Uh, Leanne Morgan is good. I don't know Celeste Barber, and of course there is Monique. Mm-hmm. I'm going to skip the obvious. I'm going to go away from Monique. I'm going to go with Leanne Morgan. I'm every woman. Yep. That's what I'm going to go with. I think the Monique one's probably good because she's funny, but I'm going Leanne Morgan. I'm every woman on Netflix. Since you didn't pick it, eh, we wait till might, next week. We'll might see. Be able to do it. You never know what comes up. There's a lot of good I, comedy I saw like the first there. 10 minutes of the Monique one, yeah. but I'll hold off just in case we do it in the future. All right. You can say, let's not do it. If that's what it is and you want to say, I saw the first 10 minutes, let's just skip it. I'm totally fine with that. Uh, let's just skip okay. it. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Let's just skip it. Let's skip it. I'll watch it on my own or we can just skip it. We've had we've had specials that we've watched that were like, I, I this might be the most cursing I've ever heard at one time. Oh wow. Monique broke the record. Wow. And Holy it's distracting. Cow. It's not even funny because it's so distracting. It's oh like, my gosh. <laughs> anyway. Oh, that's I tough. was disappointed in that. But anyway, um, Leanne Morgan. I think I've seen the trailer. Looks good. Can't wait. 
I like it. What's it, what's the title? I'm every woman. I'm every woman. That's it. It's all in me. It's all in me. Dun, 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 dun. I don't know what they say. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> all right. Maybe Who we'll, is that? Maybe is we'll that Whitney away. Houston? Uh, no, that's um. Terrible with that. Shaka Khan. I should I should know that. I mean, it's your music, man. It that's is your, my music. That's your that's yeah. your brand, bro. Yeah. Um. Oh no, it is Whitney Houston. That's what I thought. Yeah, I don't that's know. I don't know. Like, nice yeah. job, Chris. I know. I, I never I, get. I call myself a Whitney right. Houston enthusiast. Yeah. I didn't. I I I was wrong about that. Yeah. There you go. Have you seen Whitney, the movie? No, I haven't yet. I will, but I haven't yet. Okay, go wait till it comes on Netflix. Uh, was that on HBO or something? I don't know. I thought it was in the movie theaters because I saw the uh, preview when oh, I was in the was. theaters. It was because yeah, I, there was there was one time I was actually going to go see it, and then we decided to do something else or got too late or something like that. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, I, I will see that. Okay, that sounds good. So we've got the Mount Rushmore of number one draft picks. We have um, Leanne Morgan. I'm every woman. For comedy. And then we're going to have plenty more playoff basketball and uh, maybe some, maybe a little bit of NFL. Uh, maybe we try to get Andre on after the draft and see see where we're at free agent and draft-wise with our Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. I'll let you know how the comedy shows go. Very excited to hear about the comedy shows. Very excited. All right, man. Well, until next time, don't forget to turn your headlights on. <laughs>